It's the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. You can find me on social media, at mainlyplants. You can also email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. You can direct message me, which is what most of you guys do through social media, or you can hit the contact form on the website. Um, Also on the website is an area for you to hit me up for your 15-minute free phone consultation, which I think a lot of you guys are... are, uh, taking advantage of uh, come the new year, which is awesome. I love talking to y'all. Um, again, it's totally free. There's no catches. You just talk to me 15 minutes. We'll talk about your goals. Um, that's pretty much it. You got to ask whatever questions you want to ask and get all your all your questions answered. Uh, let's see here. So if you haven't been to the website yet, check out the website. Um, there's links to the um, the merch on Amazon Prime and the products that I recommend, that I personally take, that I have um, found through much trial and error in my plant-based journey, B12, protein, tofu presses, and everything in between. So be sure to check that out. might answer some of your questions. Um, what else? You guys might see that some of the Esselstein is my homeboy shirts are out of stock. Um, that is because later, in about a month from now, I have been asked to speak at the Phoenix Vegan Festival. And uh, they gave me a booth, so I pulled uh, a bunch of the shirts there to sell at that. However, having said that, there are a ton of Esselstein Is My Homeboy shirts still available on Prime. So um, you shouldn't have a problem getting any of them. You just might see that. Some of the listings might show out of stock. However, um, if you dig a little deeper or just go through my link on the website, you'll see uh, there are plenty available. If you have any problems with it, just hit me up. I'll shoot you the link. Um, Amazon Prime sometimes takes a while to pull the the old listings down, uh, so they might clutter the feed up a little bit and block you from seeing the active ones. There are also a lot of other designs and styles, plant-based shirts, plant-based slogans, um, as well as sweatshirts. So, I think that's all the housekeeping. Uh, I'm sorry for the lack of podcasts for the last couple weeks. I have been, let's see, what happened two weeks ago? I, it was just, it's been crazy since the new year started. Been super busy. Um, unfortunately, the podcast took a hit in terms of my time, um, but I'm back now and I'm making it a point to get back on track. Last week, I was out of town on a much-needed vacation. I went to Paradise in Hawaii. Went to Oahu, specifically Waikiki, which I loved. Um, So I want to talk to you guys about that for a little bit. And then we're going to get into um, a fan email, uh, a listener's email. So let's see. Hawaii. I went to Waikiki, which is not, I I didn't really know much, a whole lot about it. I went with my girlfriend, didn't know know a whole lot about what to expect. We just knew we wanted to go do nothing and sit on the beach and relax because we were both in need, uh, desperate need of a relaxing vacation. For me, trips come down to two things, trips and vacations. And a trip for me is when you kind of go somewhere and you see all the sights and you sightsee and you do different tours of stuff and you do a lot of activities. And then there's a vacation where you don't do anything except for what exactly what you want to do whenever you want to do it. You don't really have any plans. So that's what we did. Uh, Waikiki is pretty awesome. It's, it's a good-sized city 
and it's very the, the main drag there is very affluent like they have um you know uh what's it called hermes i know i'm pronouncing that wrong hermes purses that that store they have valentino they have gucci they have prada stores all along this main drag that sides the beach so our hotel was right across this main strip from the beach so all you got to do is walk downstairs walk across the street and you're at the beach really freaking cool um so it was awesome we went to north shore for a day rented a car went to north shore and, and which is a little more sleepy there um so we got that vibe as well and the one thing i noticed in waikiki is there were plenty of vegan options um went to this very famous bar and grill and they had a vegan tofu stack was one of their breakfast options we went to uh, well, we didn't get a chance to go to Eggs and Things, which is right next to the hotel, which is a, a famed breakfast place because it was really, really busy. But they had a vegan breakfast um, with vegan hash. Um, I mean, they were at the hotel poolside. They were serving the Beyond Burger. So we had no problem eating vegan, which goes to show you travel anywhere, still possible to eat vegan. Acai bowls are very uh, popular there. Vegan if you don't get the honey on it. So there was no problem with that. There was one problem, however, and that was on the flight home. So on the flight there, we flew American Airlines. It was awesome. Seats were comfortable. Um, free TV and, and new release movies and yada, yada, yada. They had the usual um, like snacks for sale, you know, um, but uh, opted against those. Regardless, flight home was um, Hawaiian Airlines. And aside from the seats feeling like they were cast in cement and being super tiny and uncomfortable, um, I've had more leg room and wider seats on Southwest flights to Vegas, but I digress. Um, they, they nickel and dime you on everything. And I'm getting to a point here, I promise. Um, they made you, they made, well, they made us pay, well, they didn't make us, but those who wanted to stare at nothing for five and a half hours. We had our, you know, little private screens in the backs of the seats, and they were charging $8 for TV shows and classic movies. And I'm talking about classic movies like Elf, like Cool Hand Luke, like ones that people have seen a million times, and TV shows like Modern Family and Friends and The Simpsons and stuff that people have seen a million times. And if we wanted to watch a new release movie, it was $8 a movie. So we opted for the classic movies and TV just to entertain us, give us something to do, and yada, yada, yada. So then they said that they were coming around to serve us our complimentary dinners, which were a pesto chicken sandwich. No other options. It was pesto chicken sandwich or nothing. So if you're vegetarian or vegan, you got nothing. So we're like, good thing we bought uh, vegetable wraps from a, a restaurant by the hotel to bring on the airplane because we knew on the way there, there wasn't much to eat. We weren't expecting to have anything complimentary except for snacks. So no big deal, right? Um, and then they said that you're coming around with their snacks, the complimentary snack service, which were like uh, Hawaiian uh, taro chips or potato chips or some shit. So I was like, well, at least we can eat those. So they hand them out and look at the back and the ingredients and they have their like, uh, sweet onion Hawaiian style potato chips and they have 
whey powder on them and and dairy like milk powder dusted on them for whatever fucking reason they decided this company decided that we need to sprinkle animal products on our onion potato chips okay annoying but as to be expected from a company that doesn't have any care for you know people who are whole whole food plant-based or even just plant-based or vegan so we get through that then towards the end of the flight they said they're coming around with their um they're like complimentary dessert service dessert cookies or whatever and they're just regular cookies what, were they cookies i'm trying to remember what they were it was another product that should not have been sprinkled with milk powder and we looked at the back and they're sprinkled with milk powder so literally zero of the three options that they had on the flight would have been suitable for vegans. Um, only the snacks were suitable for vegetarians. And these are all complimentary, which brings me to my, my point. I would much rather have you give me the complimentary TV and movies that you charge outrageous prices for and make people buy the bullshit meals that you serve. So, um, I, you know, I piped up and said, you know, uh, asked myself, what, what the fuck? How come they're only serving one option? I looked at their website and they say, um, you know, vegan and vegetarian meals upon request, um, no later or no sooner to the flight than 48 hours um, from takeoff. So, you know, unless you go to their website and go through the 30 clicks you have to do to get to you know, you have to get through, you have to put in your flight information, you have to find out what kind of airplane it is, and then take that kind of airplane and put it into their database of airplanes and see, you know, what kind of entertainment they have and what their what their services are. And then it doesn't even say it's complimentary. It just says if you want a vegan option to to go ahead and, and let them know that, you're, that you would like that 48 hours in advance. So even if I had known this, which there's no way for me to know, I don't know who goes on the websites and looks this stuff up anymore, but regardless, that's my fault. Even if I had had, I would say, oh, well, I'm not going to go. I'll just bring on my own food because I'm not going to pay for their crappy vegan meal, which is probably just going to be, you know, some bullshit hummus and celery. So good thing I brought a wrap, but it's my intention this week to reach out to Hawaiian Airlines and and politely yet effectively ask them why they felt the need to have zero options on that flight for anybody who doesn't eat chicken or dairy. I mean, dairy is a, is a top allergen. There's plenty of people who, who are not vegan or vegetarian that don't have dairy. And with these three things, the pesto is going to have Parmesan in it, and the two different snack options had milk powder in it and wet. So it's just annoying, you know, it's annoying that there's there's still companies that are so behind the times. You know, even even you know these little these little places, these little restaurants in Waikiki had vegan options. And you know, my girlfriend has a, a friend in who lives in in Honolulu just across from Waikiki. And they're not vegan and and you know, veganism is not big in Hawaii, but there are still options. You know, eggs and things, small little place, breakfast place, still had a vegan option. Uh, we, we went to Chef Morimoto's restaurant 
Iron Chef Morimoto's restaurant in the hotel. And we told the server that we were vegan. And he was more than accommodating. He said that they actually just had a staff meeting to talk about, you know, different diets and, and how they're going to be accommodating them. And he was went above and beyond to give us a fantastic vegan meal, which I'll be um, posting and talking about uh, in my social media this week. But it just goes to show you how some companies value all customers and other customer or other cups to make other company other companies just kind of say well you know let's just do what we do and nickel and dime everybody and give everybody some bullshit and it's my prediction that hawaiian airlines is going to be in serious financial trouble um within the next you know two to five years because of this mentality not just because they don't cater to vegans or they make it difficult but because they nickel and dime you. I've never, even on Southwest, you can at least watch TV for free on your own device. But $8 to watch movies that play on TV for free, to watch syndicated TV shows, give me a fucking break, dude. You know, my I'm 6'2". I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm taller than the average person, but I'm not, not a giant. My knees were pretty much touching the seat in front of me. American Airlines, on the way there, I thought it was going to be reversed. I thought Hawaiian was going to be amazing. And I thought American Airlines was going to be shit. Because usually when I fly to New York, I travel American Airlines. And um, the airline, you know, the airplanes are just old and dingy and, and they're they're weak. But this one was like a brand new airplane. The American Airlines flight there was like a brand new airplane. The seats were super comfortable. I had amazing legroom. It was, it was almost like... Like when you pay for that uh, extended legroom on other flights. The TV was free. I watched brand new movies. I watched Venom on the way there, which is a new release, for free. And then if I wanted to buy a food, I could buy food. I could buy a little hummus thing for $9. I'd rather do that. But I think also, you know, what I've been meaning to talk to you guys about, and I've been forgetting every week, is holding companies accountable um, for whatever it is. You know, I've, I've... in the last few years, I've been noticing that companies are trying to get away with more and more. Uh, they're trying to nickel and dime you. They're trying not, trying not to live up to their warranties. And I've had enough of it. And I encourage you all to, to take a stand. Because if we, if we all hold these companies accountable, they're going to give us better products. They're going to give us better services. Whether it be vegan, plant-based, or beyond. You know, when I, um, I bought a, a Fitbit. And the Fitbit, the, the band failed me within a year. So I reached out to them. It was no, it was a year and like a month, and they didn't want to to give me the warranty. And I said, no, 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 no. this is bullshit. I paid 150 bucks for this thing. You know, it's a week past the warranty, and the band's failing already. No, so I t- they honored the warranty and gave me a new one. And then within a year of that one, uh, the band failed again. And you know, it was well over a year within for the for the warranty for the first one, which is the second one applies to for whatever reason. Anyway, um, same thing with my Nest. My Nest thermostat failed me within like three years of buying it, and they didn't want to give me a new one. And I said, "Listen, you know, I can buy a twenty dollar thermostat that will last me ten years. I've had them before. I bought this Nest for whatever three hundred dollars because." It's supposed to be a quality product, and now it's failing me? No, 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 no. So they sent me a brand new one for free. All you have to do as a consumer is speak up. Don't take no for an answer. And and if you're paying for a quality product, you should expect quality customer service. You should expect a quality product that should last you. 
If I'm paying for an airplane flight, that's, you know, what? I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't cheap, flying to Hawaii round trip, even one way on American Airlines. I expect a quality product. Even if I'm sitting coach, I expect a quality product. And if it's not, you're going to hear about it. Anyway, that's my rant. And, and, and I think the whole point is hold companies accountable, even if it's just a dinner, even if it's just you know a t-shirt that rips after a week of wearing it. Hold companies accountable because it's the only way that, that we are going to get quality products that we're going to get that we're that they're going to be held accountable. You know when Amazon tells me that they're going to deliver my product in 2 days and I I pay, you know, a fee to have to be part of Prime and their product takes 5 days, it's not the fact that I needed the product within 2 days. It's the fact that they told me it would be here in 2 and now it's late. So now you're going to have to give me a credit. You know? Anyway, so that's my story for this week. Um I want to talk to you about in a, a listener's email. And a while back, for those of you who've been listening for a long time, I had voiced, um, I asked for help, I guess you could call it, on vegan dating, on dating somebody who who holds the same value at, values as you in terms of health, in terms of if you're you know vegan for the animals, for animal rights, stuff like that, because it is important to a lot of us, and and it's hard. You know, there's not that many of us out there, even though it's a growing um, movement. And um, a newer listener reached out and asked me if I still needed advice on that. And I said, well, you know, I've, I've been in a, a great relationship for the past year, so no, I don't need it. But I would love to hear your take on it because I'd like to share it on the podcast because there's always people who need this kind of advice or need um to bounce ideas off of. There's a lot of single vegans, so let's talk about it. So he goes on to say, and I'll read you the whole thing. In my opinion, this is from Scott. In my opinion, when it comes to dating, to each their own. If you meet someone who doesn't share the same diet as you, or at least similar, I see nothing wrong with that being a deal breaker. I see nothing wrong with that being a deal breaker. Everyone has their limits, right? I can't tell you how many times I've been turned away because of my height, and I'm not short, so to speak. I'm 5'7" which I think is about average, right? Um, He goes on to say, if you don't want to date somebody who values their own body uh, as much as you do, be my guest. On that note, however, I think everyone should go about dating without the future in mind at first, and he capitalizes at first. Of course, for the most part, our our end goal is all the same. Find a partner, start a family, live happily ever after. But just because somebody doesn't share the same diet as you doesn't mean that they either won't adopt some healthy habits from you or that they don't fit the bill in every other aspect. That is, they could be your perfect fit, but they just love meat. I personally think the best way to approach any budding relationship is to just just enjoy each other's company, find similar interests, and grow the relationship from that common ground. I think you may be surprised how many people would be willing to try some of the things, foods you do because of how positively you influence them. That's why my Instagram name is The Positive Influence. Shout out to The Positive Influence. Go follow them. By no means do I think I can change the world, but if I convince just one person to have a more positive outlook on their life, I feel that my mission is accomplished. Um, so, I, I agree. Um, I think that you know we should be open to talking to everybody. And it really depends on what your limits are. You know, 
when I found my girlfriend, um, she wasn't vegan. She wasn't plant-based. And I, I don't know. I, I again, I kind of I kind of fall back into the same question. How would it have gone if she wasn't open to eating healthier? I don't know. But that's not my concern now because what happened happened. She after um, dating for a bit, you know, she I cooked some vegan stuff for her. I introduced her to some great vegan foods. Um, she decided to try limiting dairy and limiting meat, and she felt better. And she loved the taste of vegan food. Didn't help, or it didn't hurt that she was a, a huge vegetable fan to begin with. But she loved dairy and had you know chicken from time to time. Not a whole lot of red meat. And now she's fully vegan. Won't even buy leather shoes. Because once you go down the rabbit hole, it turns into everything, right? It turns into health and animal rights and um, health of the earth. So I think long story short and long point short is go on dates. Date a lot of people. See who fits with you. And if they're not vegan at first, maybe they will become one. And, you know, maybe you should express to them, hey, I know you're not vegan. I know you're not plant-based. I am. It's an important part of my life. Um, would you be willing to try it to see how you feel, see how you like it? You'd be surprised how many people are open to it. Um, if you have any, you know, if you have any input on that, I would love to hear it. I'm sure Scott would love to hear it. I'm sure other listeners would, listeners would love to hear it because, you know, I am in a lot of uh, vegan plant-based groups, uh, especially on Facebook, and it's a common topic is how do I find that vegan partner? And maybe that partner doesn't need to be vegan at first. Maybe that partner has no intention of going vegan. It's all about living your life by example and progress. You know, I, people who know me always know that I say progress, not perfection. Any bit that anybody makes towards progress, towards towards eating more plants and less animal products is a win. There's a lot of vegans who don't share that some, that same mentality. A lot of them are unhappy if you are anything less than 100% vegan. And that's fine. That's their that's their own thing, right? But I'm all for if somebody is, you know, eating meat six, seven days a week and they decide to do one day of all plants, that's progress. That's something. We should all do something. We, even when we're all fully plant-based, we should all make progress. Always try to do better. That's the only way you grow. And lead others by example. Show them how great you feel. Show them how great plant-based food is. And, and they'll, they'll, they'll follow, man. They'll do it. I know. I've done it before. Not just with my girlfriend, but with my family and with my friends. You know, not all my friends are vegan. My best friend isn't vegan. He eats meat. But he has shifted to where he eats a lot more vegetables now. And he'll do vegan dishes here and there. More frequently than he was before. That's something. That's progress. We should all strive for that that progress. Not perfection. Nobody's perfect. Um, with that being said, questions, comments, concerns, please email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com or DM me or or go through the website. Um, and until I think later this week, I think I'm going to try and do another podcast on Friday since I uh, have been slacking on them. So until Friday, go eat a salad.